everybody. Welcome to Kame House Party. I'm Vince. I'm Aaron. And this is the podcast where Aaron and I watch every episode and iteration of Dragon Ball. Then we come onto the podcast and talk about it. We've covered all of Dragon Ball, the original series, and now we are into Dragon Ball Z. We are 12 episodes in, about to be 13, but before we get started, we've got to do something we like to call Kame Housekeeping, and uh, the first piece of Kame Housekeeping that we've got to do is our world, soon to be universe, famous one minute roundup. Uh, this train wide is mighty Willaxin. I, I I gotta agree with you. I never thought that there'd be a more uh, relaxing way to travel than a coach. You know? Yeah, who who knew that they'd install this newfangled, what are they called? I believe a, a hotting tub? Steam-powered heat? Yes, 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 yes. Who, who, who would have who would have imagined the the <laughs> the simplest of of resources, water and fire, could create energy to propel a locomotive such as this across these great plains of ours? Now you seem to be entranced with the train. I am. Which has been around for several decades. What? Well, I'm more. What? Uh, well, I. What? <laughs> See, that's my point. Huh? We're we are in a we are in a hot tub of water. Yeah. There are automatons serving us drinks, and you are surprised by the train. Ah, that is the spectacle to you. So. That is what I find so entrancing. The locomotive, the way it chug and 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 every element from its iron wheels to its coal fed heart to its bellowing voice. It just, it, I don't care about these automatons. They, they work without me. They work without man. But your, your back is currently being massaged. Yeah, by one of those set automatons. Uh, you know, what? in the Swedish style, I believe, and, and nothing. No, no, you know what? No, I'm sick of it. Get off of me, automaton! I'd rather mm, a locomotive, okay. steam powered, heavy that iron. That one huh? In response, what? Still nothing. No. What? You did you? Oh, know? it's hanging its head. In, it's hitting its metal head in shame. And it should. The locomotive has a mighty voice. You can hear it from across the Great Plains. Choo, choo, he says. Choo, choo, he says as they ride. Okay, I I get it now. You're one of these purists. You're against the advancements of man. That's right. You That's like things back right. in 18, you know, we all know it's now the 1870s. You wish, you wish it was like it was in the 1850s. Mm-hmm. Simpler time, uh, simpler locomotives. Now they put this locomotive technology into these confounded automatons. Well, I, I don't believe I can share a hotting tub with a gentleman such as yourself. I'm got to get out. Automaton 12, please drive my nethers and my others. Sure thing. Oh, my favorite sound used against me. That's right. Oh, did you not notice they were chugga chugga powered? I hate this. 
I hate this newfangled 1870s. Oh, if I could go back. Uh, if I could go back, I'd stop them. I'd stop them from creating you and you I mean, and even you, tiny automaton I mean, Timmy. I just read about this in the post, but uh, I do believe there's a gentleman by the name of uh, Emmett Brown who dang done had some sort of time contraption. <gasps> I've got to go. He might- shut up. Shut, shut, shut your Wait, where, where shut do your you fucking go? mouth up. I got to find where, this where Emmett Brown. Where might you need to go? Wherever Emmett Brown is. No, I meant like in general. Say you got the time contraption. Where might you go? You know where I go? I go to where when the first locomotive was was born, was birthed from a factory, and I'd make sweet, sweet, passionate love to it until everything's going to be all right. And I'd be that conductor of that train, and we'd have a relationship. Me and the train. Chugga-chugga. Choo-choo. Maybe there's a more concise and maybe uh, something you could put on some sort of signage or marquee that might be enticing. Oh, oh yeah, of course. I'd go back to the future. Before what? Wait, huh? (laughs) And... See, See, I tried to, uh, I I was like, pick it, Vince, (laughs) pick it up. I didn't want, I didn't want to at first. And then you convinced me. Did you pull a denial on me? I didn't deny. Improv sin one. I did not deny. I went around. Did you deny my pimping? Improv scene two. (laughs) Go go around (laughs) a suggestion. (laughs) Consider it. (laughs) <laughs> it's not a yes and it's uh mm, we'll see <laughs> go, go, go to my improv school of mm, we'll see <laughs> and that ladies and gentlemen is the world famous one minute roundup improvised western scene and aaron and i we like to get into some improv along this along this journey through Dragon Ball, and that's our uh, you know our way of tightening or loosening the improv muscles to get us ready to talk about the rest of the episode. But we have to finalize this one minute roundup with the actual one minute roundup, and that's where Aaron has sixty seconds to summarize everything that has happened in Dragon Ball. Up until this point. That's all of Dragon Ball. And up to where we are in Dragon Ball Z. So that's, if I do the math, it's a a metric butt ton of episodes to summarize. (laughs) Aaron, you have 60 seconds. Whenever you are ready, please take it away. Okay, here we go. Roundup in three, two, one. Dragon Ball is about seven magic crystal balls. If you collect them all, you get any wish you want. And it stars our main man, our main monkey, our main boy, Goku. He's an alien and he fights a bunch of people. Here's some battles he had when he was a kid. Uh, he stopped the goblin from taking over the world with the Dragon Balls by turning into an ape. Then he stopped the j- army from taking over the world by just beating them up. Then he he entered three different Tenkaichi tournaments. Uh, the first two he got second place in because... He sucked at the time. Uh, the last one he won, and in doing so, he saved the world from Piccolo Jr., uh, who was the son of King Piccolo, who also wanted to take over the world, but Goku stopped him just in time, and also for vengeance. Uh, along During those t- time periods, too, he, like, you know, he trained a bunch with an old man, with a cat, uh, with God, with the Beast Popo, uh, Hype Beast Popo, sorry. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Um, but in, in the future, he's married. He's got a kid. His brother was from space and said, 
help me be bad. He's like, nope, I'm going to kill you. Oh, no, you killed me too. And now he's trying to train on a snake. All right. Hey. Thank you, Aaron. Jeez. I mean, how, how are you feeling? You feel okay after that? Uh, I, I'm learning the art of not going in chronological order. <laughs> I think you're, I, I think you've got it. I, I mean, I, you hit some of the key points that I know we always miss. But look, why do we do that? I mean, apart from it being a really crazy exercise to summarize so much Dragon Ball, but we we do that so you don't have to go back and watch every episode of Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z, and you don't have to listen to every single episode of the podcast, though we wish you would, but we, we do that as a convenience to you. But now, we move on to the second piece of Kame Housekeeping, where I tell you the listener, that Aaron and I watched two different versions of the show. I watched the English dubbed version, while Aaron watches the Japanese subtitled, or Japanese English subtitled version. Uh, why we did this? Well, not everything goes to plan on the first day of a podcast. And that turned into what may be the hallmark of the show, which is getting to dissect the differences between the Western and Eastern version of the show. So, uh, we've got a nice cadence for for this, and usually the first thing that's different is the ep- is the episode title. And Aaron, I I had since given up Yahtzee's for so long. Listeners, the Yahtzee's where the uh, English dubbed and Japanese subtitled titles are the exact same, word for word. And I, I I mean maybe I have some misplaced hope, but I'm hoping Aaron that after I go, you'll go and it'll be a Yahtzee. Okay. Okay. You don't, you don't seem too optimistic. I'm going to keep going ahead with the episode title for episode 13 of Dragon Ball. Gauze and Mez. We'll see. We'll see with this title because the title I got for the English subtitle title for episode 13 of Dragon Ball Z is Hands Off, Yamasama's Secret Fruit. Ah, was it was it close? <laughs> no, it wasn't oh. close at all. Yeah, they they really talk about this fruit for some reason. This thing that happened for like a minute. That, I mean, sorry. Now I'm all flustered because the the fruit is in there, but it is it's the Gaz and Mez show. Like those two ogres are. I don't know. I think they're pretty rad. Like if I had to give us a um, a cosplay duo to <laughs> to dress up like, uh, <laughs> I think we I think we could make a pretty dope Gaz and Mez. Similar thoughts cross my mind. Where it's like, oh boy, this is just us. <laughs> my, minus the swolness. Yeah, my, minus the Weird. incredible swolness and the horns. Yeah, I did have a middle part for a lot of high school. Wow, which was uh, the style of the time. Every every young man had that haircut. <laughs> so right out of the gate, uh, on both of their names, they drop the U. Because on mine, it's Gozu and Mezu. Does that does that mean anything? <sighs> Vince, I don't know, and I don't have a way of finding out. Because, as you can see by the chains <laughs> around, in, around my computer keyboard... It sensed I was about to look something up, and then <laughs> Hellraiser style, they came out and clasped it down and said, Mm-mm-mm. because folks, we don't do research. We're not allowed. We, we we signed a contract with something. Perhaps something devilish. <laughs> some uh, some ogre-like people. 
<laughs> uh, but they, but yeah, we don't do research on this pod, podcast. But if any of you fine folks know the meanings behind Gozu and Mezu and their names or their name changes, then please send it our way at kamehousepartypod at gmail.com. Hashtag KHP research. That's it. So in my version, during the recap, uh, we are now in, I guess, month three. They say there are nine months left before the Saiyans arrive on Earth. Hmm. I don't know if they give us a month in the in my version. Well, I wrote it down because I believe we were still in 11 months until they arrived last episode. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that was a very long uh, snake sweeper ride. Yeah, right? <laughs> so it... He took... How long was Goku sleeping? Two months, maybe. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it doesn't. So we're in, we eventually find out that we're in hell. Um, and we meet, I'm going to call them by, by your terms. We meet Gaz and Mez, who are the watchkeeper ogres of this area. Um, and part of their gig is protecting a tree that they call the Tree of Circular Life. And only King Yema is allowed to eat it. Interesting. I feel like you've gotten a lot more uh, important details to, like, purpose for Gaz and Mez. Uh, in mine, it's just like, hey, guess what? <laughs> You're in hell, and you can't get out no matter how hard you try. Now you got to just play with us. Ah, <laughs> uh, so they're just classic demons. Then. Yeah. like In, uh, in, the, in the, the Christian sense? Mm-hmm. They don't even, in mine, they don't mention that they're ogres. Until after the commercial. Yep. That's how long I had to wait before I had to stop writing Oni in my notes. Mezengaz, uh, what were their voices like? I knew this was coming. I, I knew you prepared. So Gaz is the blue one. Mez is the red one. He he looks like Ida. He does from, look like Ida. From my hero. Or I guess vice versa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even down to a signature attribute, which we'll get to a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's see if I can pull pull Gaz. Hey, guy, you're not allowed to have that fruit. Only King Yama's allowed to have that fruit. And then uh, Mez is a little bit more. You're gonna have to. Uh, you're gonna have to. No. <laughs> it wasn't. You're gonna have to be there. It's nasally, but it's not like super nasally. So let me. I'll show you the way out if you could catch me. Kind of like, kind of like that. Kind of like that. Yeah. Here it is. All right. All right. Yeah. So that was about it. I mean, spoiler, spoilers for the <laughs> rest of this episode, I guess. I mean, that just came to me. Uh, so maybe it'll relate to more of the premise of the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You were, you were riffing. I was just riffing. I, Aaron knows my eyes roll back in the back of my head and I start doing voices. <laughs> like a shark. Like a shark. <laughs> You see the mic, mm-hmm. and your jaw stretches out, and you swallow it up, and that's how the comedy's made. Yeah, I don't want to hurt my precious, precious eyes. So look, we we cut back to Earth. Boo. Launch. <laughs> I was booing the cut, not my, not my sweet, sweet okay. friend Aaron. Oh, I thought you were booing the Earth. <laughs> <laughs> you had some problem with that planet. <laughs> so we see Launch. She's staring up at Corn Tower. Wondering how she's supposed to climb up, just yelling at Tien. How am I supposed to get up there, Tien? I'll find a way. I mean, Tien and Chiaotzu are 
again, not paying attention to her. They're just climbing up. Uh, I, I did want to know about their dialogue between them, uh, Tien and Chaozu. Because Chaozu asks a question like, what do you think it's going to be like when we get to Kami's place? And Tien's like, I don't know, Chaozu, but we better be ready for anything. Uh, and then he says to Chaozu after that, he goes, all right, well, whatever happens, you better behave. And also, no more questions. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, like Tien is going full dad mode on Chaozu and being like, all right, well, you better behave when we get up there or I'm turning this tower around. And also, no more questions. But uh, when can we stop? And I need batteries for my Game Boy. Chaozu, you shouldn't be playing your Game Boy. You should be climbing. And, I, and like I said... I mean, I'm just floating up. No. Chaozu, that's not, mm-hmm. that doesn't help you train. This is all part of the training. Or else I'll never be strong enough to, to beat Goku if you don't train right. That's in, that sounds like a you problem. Who? Who taught you? Being honest. Who taught? Are you watching that MTV? Oh, the, the sass mouth. Yeah. Who? Who gave you that sass mouth? Was it? Was it launch? Mm. It was, wasn't Fuck it? Fuck no. What'd you say? I said ducks. Oh, look down by that lake. Chaozu. There are some cool ducks. Chaozu, I think I heard what you said. And I, Duck it around. I don't want to hear it again. Quit. Quit towing the line. Quit towing the line, Chaozu. Or else. When we get up there, you're going to be in timeout. Oh, no, not timeout. I can't. I hate it. I know you do, but I'll find Make a corner. You float a corner? I'll, mm-hmm. I'll find a corner, and you'll have to stand there. You won't be able to float. Oh, I can't float this time. No floating in, in timeout. Mm-mm. Uh, man, that's, that's ducking BS, dog. Dog? It's sir. And you better watch it. You better have perfect diction saying ducking around. <laughs> you said diction. Now, oh, I'm, my, my third eye is going mad. I'm getting red. <laughs> it's spinning around. I can't take this anymore. Chatsu, I've got to focus on climbing this tower. So here are your batteries for your Game Boy. Yeah. Keep climbing. I mean, your- I am. Wait, it's weird that the Tetra song is in my voice. And scene. That is weird that the Tetra song was in his voice. That's That must be a new level. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's a secret level that only Chatsu could get to. Daddy Tien laying the law down. I mean... It was just ridiculous, Tien. Tien being so like so unnecessarily like curt with Chaozu. But that's almost gilding the lily on the rest of this scene in which uh our two favorite land of Korin or yeah, what Upa's official title is like he's the guardian of the land of Korin, right? I believe Upa or Upa or Bora. Or both. The Wait. tag team champions of the land of Korin. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> the tag team champions. I think it's Upa that shows up first, right? Because Upa, no. no, I have them. I have them mixed up. I have them mixed up. Yeah, Upa grew up, but not that much. Upa, Upa grew up into a snack, honey. That's what I mean. Glowed up. He I he guess. done glowed up. Uh, but Bora returns to find Launch just rooting through his. <laughs> 
his teepee, trying to find something to climb with. But I I found this a, a little cute. It humanized Bora because he shows up and sees this woman's posterior and blushes. I was like, oh, Bora hasn't seen a lady in a long time. That was awesome, I thought. How long has it been since Bora has seen a woman? Since the birth of his son and the murder of his wife. <laughs> it's dark, but also true. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, you got the button. It's not my Ooh, responsibility. Yeah, no, I, yeah, it's my Why turn. Why are you going to fight? What? In, during these dark times, is, are we really going to do Bora like that? No, no. I was only playing. I'm only playing. We use that button for real canonical emergencies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, he's just... Yeah, they hang on her butt a while. Mm-hmm. The animators and Bora. Yeah, the animators and Bora. Um, and in classic launch fashion, she's like, I'll pay you for whatever it is you got. And it's, of course, Bora's like, no, just stop and leave. So launch re- responds with pulling out her shotgun. Uh, that's when Upa shows up, the snack in charge. Before we get to the snack... Let's have an amuse-bouche of a difference. So, Launch would never say she'd pay anyone back. You fool. You fool of a translation. <laughs> she is specifically looking for an airplane capsule. And when she, when Bora's like, we don't have anything, dude. Duh. <laughs> I live in a tent. Look at my shirt. Oh, wait, there isn't one. <laughs> Including vest and tassels, I have like... 25% of the show. <laughs> we don't have an airplane. But yeah, when she so when she pulls out the shotgun, uh, she demands an airplane. That is her big demand. An airplane? <laughs> Give me a fucking airplane, bud. I know you got it. Uba's all grown up. He's a lot taller now. He's very fit. Um, and I, I like that we got to see him in action, Aaron quotes, dodging shotgun fire. So we know he's got some skills. Uh, Bora is able to come in, thanks to his son, uh, to smack the gun out of Launch's hands. And one of the the, uh, fringes on his tassels tickles the nose of Launch, causing her to change back to blue-haired Launch. Everyone freaks out, and she just laughs because, oh boy, what's her counterpart gotten herself into this time? Which I, I kind of like the cadence of that. Like, blue-haired launch is just like, well, <laughs> guess if I can't remember where I've been, it's because of my other half. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also terrifying. Which no one will help me solve the mystery of. <laughs> Not even my super smart scientist friend Bulma won't help me at all. She literally helps everyone else. <laughs> Except me. Because uh, I, she's perpetuating stereotypes. About women being adversaries. (laughs) Cool, 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 cool. And on that, we can quickly cut back to hell. To the men. To the men. To the big, beefy, tank-topped ogre men. Yeah, I I think I have to say, outside of Nafpa, these are the beefiest boys we've encountered. There's some beefy dudes. Or maybe we'll encounter. Mm Mm-hmm. They're thick with two Cs. (laughs) Wearing those short shorts and tanks. And ripped with two Ps. Mm Mm-hmm. The proper spelling, because <laughs> they're properly ripped. I really do like Gaz and Mez. Um, 
mostly because they're just they're in it for the laughs. They're in it for the lulls. They're trying to have some fun with Goku. They see him trying to um, jump back uh, up into the clouds to get back to Snake Way. Uh, and <laughs> Kaz, Kaz is like, I'll help you out, buddy. Grabs Goku by the face <laughs> and chucks him. Uh, Mez looking on is like, oh, no, he killed another one. I guess there goes the fun. And I was like, wait a minute. So they just do this to anybody that falls, and if they die, they die? <laughs> so I, there's a little more explanation in mine. They talk about how this is the first flesh and blood dead person here in 1,500 mm. years. So it is a special case that Goku has his body, because later on we see a bunch of other spirits who are just clouds with cute little backpacks. Ooh, I can't wait. So this, so Goku's a rare occasion. I guess they can't sumo wrestle a cloud, and they can't have a race with the cloud. I mean, that that definitely is what it seems like. After Goku, you know, lands back on the ground, Gaz is like, okay, I'll help you get up there with my flying machine if you beat me in a wrestling match. And then they do a very fun sumo. Um, and I was, I was trying, I was curious, and maybe we'll get to this by the end, but... Were those two even a like? Is Gaza even a challenge for Goku at this? Like, it doesn't seem like it, right? Because he he pretty much effortless, effortlessly and without touching Gaza knocks him out of the circle. Goku's pretty unimpressed with these ogre boys at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Goku comes back down after being thrown by Gaza, he's like, "Oh man, is everyone weak around here?" And then Gaza has to brag, saying, "Hey, buddy." I'm the second strongest next to King Yama. And Goku's like, oh, then King Yama's a, he's a real push over there. <laughs> and that's sort of what, like, like that, that, you know, that goads Gaz a little bit to, to start the, the sumo match. Mm-hmm. Um, do they give any stipulations for, the, for these contests? Oh, yes. Uh, I should say that in mine, uh, leading up to the wrestling match, Gaz says, meet me by the blood pond in 30 minutes. There are no rules. It seemed like there are a bunch of rules. <laughs> but that's what he says. In mind, he's like, and and by the way, there are no rules. I think it was mostly trying to scare Goku a little bit. But, you know, our boy Goku is immune to fear. <laughs> I mean, his, the whole thing was just, well, if you lose, you forfeit your soul. and it's and, Oh, right. Which, yeah. which I believe was uh, just meant his body, I think, is what they were trying to get at. Mm-hmm. Here's a little something. I mean, we already talked about Goku. Look, Goku wins the sumo match. But the most interesting thing at the park, by the blood pond, is on a bench, there were two spirits, two cloud people. Two of them were in a rowboat, and it was very cute. But then another two were on a park bench. And there were little dapples of red, which maybe look maybe because their cheeks were flush. Yeah. <laughs> What was going on on that bench? I I don't know. Were they having a, a meet cute of the soul? Is that what soulmates inca- are like in hell? Also, I, I find it so charming that they're in hell and there's like a, a cute little blood pond by the park and you can row a boat. Honestly, hell seems kind of chill. Hell seems great if you ask me. You just don't have a body? I'm like, well, apparently you can still uh, do stuff because... Look, they in my horny estimation, I felt like one might have they were very close. 
Some might interpret it as one being on top of the other. And because ah. of research, I can I cannot go back. Mm-hmm. I cannot we, go back and we look. can't go back. But you can you can tell us. Please tell us. We're dying to know. Were those clouds? Um, you know. Mm-hmm. Were they creating a cumulonimbus? If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Were they both shooting to the stratosphere? Ooh. Maybe even hearing somebody hit the troposphere level, like ow, I'm a cloud. That kind of thing. Was one about to uh, burst with rainfall? I uh, I think you meant to say cloud burst with rainfall. That's the term that they use. <laughs> Are your innuendos change in hell? <laughs> yeah, so those clouds fuck, and then <laughs> after after Goku wins, uh, they bring out the device that is going to get Goku out of here, which earlier gauze made it seem like it was fancy pants, but it's just a very Looney Tunes-esque plank on top of a boulder. Gauze jumps down. And then Goku sees Haas up. He's almost reached, reaches escape velocity, almost such as the clouds. He barely misses it. Uh, to get that little bit of extra push, he does a Kamehameha. And you think he's out, but no, he, he bonks his head on the clouds. The clouds are very hard, apparently. <laughs> Just like on that park bench. Aaron, I, I was going to say, finally, finally a man hits the glass ceiling. It is invisible. It's invisible. And it's keeping him from his one goal, power. Hell, yeah. Hell's great. I mean, it's going to get better after the break. (laughs) I'm Noah Carden. And I'm Aaron J. Shelton. We're the co-hosts of Thinking Too Hard About Anime. The show is an episode-by-episode deep dive into some of our favorite anime. We give you some history, some film critique and analysis, and overall, we try to figure out what makes the series we cover so great. For our first season, we're covering Cowboy Bebop, and we are both gigantic fans of the series. I own an original 2001 Swordfish 2 and Faye and Spike figure. And I started smoking because of Spike. I don't anymore, but he was the impetus for it. So yeah, the show has deeply affected us, and we're very excited to talk about it. Come along with us as we think too hard. We're bi-monthly, with episodes coming out every other Thursday. You can listen on Anchor or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh boy, everybody gather around. We got another, we got a soul call. Soul call, everybody gather around. Uh, so I, I wrote down soul call in very big letters because right after the break, Mez, <laughs> Mez is, I guess, organizing uh, like a walkabout for the spirits. Like a bunch of them get off of a bus. And this is what Aaron alluded to earlier, but they have cute little backpacks and cute little visors and hats. <laughs> it, it's adorable. I've never, I never thought spirits of the dead in hell would be so adorable and also so organized. Untortured, if you will. Mm-hmm. Is he calling out names or numbers in yours? Uh, numbers. So same for me. Um, I guess in hell he becomes a bit of a James Bond they've given you a number mm-hmm. taken away your name secret agent man <laughs> secret agent soul secret agent soul oh you died and went to hell now you gotta go for a walk down down down, down. yeah please have a casual stroll up this very spiky mountain <laughs> 
I guess that's the hell part about it, but you don't have feet. So what is what is the punishment there? Because in both of our versions, they said hell. Mm-hmm. It's on their damn tank tops. Yep. Uh, sorry, no hefil. Yeah. In, in this episode. But if you squint, sometimes you can see it. <laughs> you can see it in their tank tops. You can believe. They're calling this hell, but what is what is that? Even what's heaven? I mean, if this is hell, what's heaven like? Right. Is is the only difference you get to keep your body? Yes. Because <laughs> that's the only difference from what I can understand. Is like hell. You're stuck. You can't leave. You don't have your body. Heaven. You have okay. your body. Maybe you could leave. You know what? Heaven. You got the chance to uh, shack up with a very tall woman, uh, Grandpa Gohan style. Oh so, yeah. I'll be fine. I'll be good. <laughs> My plan was like, okay, hell's not that bad. I believe this is as real life. And all right, I could be evil. And it doesn't seem like a big deal. No, I. Uh, it'd be cool to have a body. Yeah, it's cool to have a body. It's also cool to have better options on uh, whatever Heaven's version of Tinder is. <laughs> <laughs> That's Christian Minkle. I'm sorry. Oh! <laughs> Got him. Got him. I've been I've been had. This is a uh, this is a hell. <laughs> so they keep trying to launch Goku up. He keeps hitting his head like an idiot. Uh, Mez says, "Like, why are you doing that? There's a secret. There's a secret path uh, back up to Snake Way. Oops, I shouldn't have said that. Whoopsie doodle." Which causes him to challenge G- for the knowledge of where the secret path is. Goku must catch Mez in a. Game of tag? A game Mm -hmm. of chase? Mez declares himself the fastest ogre in the land. He's only second fastest to King Yemma, continuing that trend. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. After after Mez challenges Goku to the race, though, we do get a uh, quick cut to see what Gohan's up to. Um, Terrorizing the animals in his his neighborhood again. Well, okay. Cause think, cause in the very first episode of DBZ, he he loses his hat to a saber tooth tiger, right? That's true. This is all—it's all his revenge. He's he's just getting revenge on the animals that were mean to him when he was <laughs> a few months younger. He, he's got he's got a list, Kill Bill style. <laughs> Next thing you know, Gohan's gonna be like poking a woodpecker that kept him up late at night or something. <laughs> this bug scared me. <laughs> Now I'm going to scare it to death. (laughs) And of course, Piccolo Piccolo floating above, he's mastering the training. Cruelty to all living things. A single tear, a single purple tear. Mm -hmm. What is this? It smells like cardamom. Nutty, a, a nutty scent is what I've heard through song. Hazelnut. Okra. Ew. Get out of here. Yeah, I and, know. And seen on that. And seen on that. Yeah. I, I, I'm I, from the South, but okra can get the fuck out of here. Why are you furry? <laughs> Why are you a hairy vegetable? It's good for you. There are so many other green vegetables out there that I could eat and taste good. Like them collards? Ooh, I'll fuck up a collard. I know. I know, we should, we have to, Aaron, quick, we have to pull the record on food, or else we'll eat each other. <laughs> All right, I'll put your leg down. Please. Jeez, stop pulling. Sorry, it looked like a chicken leg. I know. 
Wavy lines, wait in front of it. I rub my eyes. I won't even tell you what you look like. Not even a hint. Okay, let's just say you've got two pineapple rings on your back. On my back? Yeah, and an apple in your mouth. (laughs) Well, thank you for it not being my front near certain parts. That's where I would have gone. But that's me. (laughs) No more food. No more food. No more food. No more food. But yeah, Gohan, he just... There's a saber-tooth tiger that he just is so tired of chasing Gohan. Gohan wants, he wants to be chased by this thing for, I'm guessing, torture slash training. Mm -hmm. And to entice the tiger, he gets a little reed out, a cattail, and starts uh, teasing him with it. And that saber-tooth tiger devolves into a a little kitty cat. Mm -hmm. As a cat owner, I was purring like a kitten (laughs) watching Mm -hmm. that. And also as a cat owner, uh, I don't know why that worked. <laughs> Wait, what? Most of the time, I'm gonna pull I'm gonna pull the curtain back, let the audience know. I've got three cats, okay? Three. And most of the time, when it comes to, hey, here's a toy, play with it, I wave it in their faces, they paw at it a little bit, and then I move it, and then they're like, oh, it's out of reach. Then the game is over, you dummy. <laughs> 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 that's literally the look they give me is like, well, keep it near me or else why are we doing this? That is the, you're right. That is the case with the cat, the cat folk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they are inconvenience. They, they, they let you know it and make you feel bad for doing it. Yeah. But uh, I, I, maybe it's a saber in them. Maybe. I'd like to think my three cats have uh, some saber tooth in them. They've got a little, a little bangle tiger in there. A panther. If you, well, I mean, the only way to know for sure is to get a woolly mammoth toy and see how they, ooh, how they react to that. If you hear distant drums as they as they approach it, <laughs> then maybe they might be saber tooth, part saber. I, I would definitely get the ice age. I, I just get an ice age <laughs> mammoth with Ray Romano's voice. <laughs> oh, it's the ice age. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to fuck. Where's Where's the lady mammoth? Oh, I'm sad my family's dead, but also I could start a new one. I've got this uncontrollable urge to spread my seed. Oh, Queen Latifah. <laughs> Mez and Goku are about to set off on their foot race. It, and we get like a really great view of this part of hell, which again, we've been saying seems pretty freaking great. Apart from this initial, like where they're starting is a cliff and then a wall of blue flame inexplicably. That's the only hell like thing there has been apart from the blood lake, but that's it. I mean, the blood lake is, that's just a theme. That seems fun. Yeah. I don't normally drink lake water, so it's no biggie. Exactly. It's, it's akin to a, uh, like one of those like mini parks in Disney. I mean, it is just a giant amusement park, as we'll see, because they run through. Look, they do a bunch of Scooby-Doo type gags as they run through an amusement park <laughs> on the Ferris wheel. Uh, they run through it like a hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. To the delight of the souls inside. <laughs> There's a, well, it goes fast. It's fun. Except for those two trying to... They're trying to get something going here. And these fools are interrupting. Uh, I, I uh, One more 
Cloud or Soul innuendo. Hey, I'm trying to clap. Thunderclap. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. I hope my parents are proud. Some other fun gags. They chase each other while they ride a roller coaster, which means they just ride a roller coaster one after the other. They're on the little thing that, like, you sit in a chair and it's on a long chain and then it spins around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, I don't know what those are called. It's not a Ferris wheel, but it's like a... I always called them the giant swing. I guess that is it. It's a swing. At one of the carnival games, there is an Oni who, uh, if you shoot... I assume if you shoot a water pistol in their mouth, a balloon fills up and you're trying to pop it. Uh, Mez is able to trick Goku by hiding next to it. This is... I had so much fun with this episode because of how intentionally Looney Tunes it was. Really? Even down to the um, the pitter-patter uh, of uh, them running around. <laughs> like, the sound effects are also very Looney Tunes-ish. There are, I mean, when he, Goku going up to the clouds in his head, it's like, <whistles> Exactly. God says, I should have taken him that left turn at Albuquerque. <laughs> Meth says, suffering in hell, thuckatash. Goku goes, blah, 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 blah. Why for you throw me against the cold, hard cloud? King Yama, I say, I say. <laughs> Listen here, boy. You want to get to King Kai's place, you got to go. You got to run down that snake way. Uh, the two clouds of the bench say, be very, very quiet. I'm trying to get some. <laughs> We've done it. We've done uh, it. That's, that's what you came to this podcast for, that's bad right. Elmer exactly. Fudd impersonations exactly. that are sexually charged. Daffy Duck's more like Daffy Fox. <laughs> Daffy, I mean, Daffy does fuck. That's canonical. <laughs> so finally, 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 Goku, they, they're both exhausted. They have a wee bit of a break. Goku's like, I'm hungry. Hey, man, I'm going <gasps> to eat one of these fruits. And Mezu's like... You can't, as because, well, first of all, here's what the fruit does. For 100 days, uh, you're not hungry. Also, it, uh, it bolsters your power a lot. <laughs> hey, I said don't eat it. Now I'm chasing you. Precisely. They always make the numbers different. And apparently Americans like to average. So they just said, eh, three months, and it'll uh, double eh, double your strength. Da bears. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's it's more filling than a deep dish calzone. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Sorry, Chicago. <laughs> Fuck you, I guess. Hey, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Talking about deep look, I'm, dish calzones. I'm, I'm okay. Look, I'm I'm trying. Hey, okay, I'm I'm uh, look. I'm not putting on a fake accent here. <laughs> To ingratiate myself to the Chicago people, but I do have a new restaurant. Yeah. And, and it's it's not pizza per se, which is the Is that the title? Also the name of the That's restaurant. The, it's mm-hmm. not pizza per se. Not pizza per se. I went to ten different I went to five chefs, and four out of five chefs said these are calzones. One was unavailable for comment. But they are deep dish. They are, I mean. Here's, as you can see, I'm. There's a dish I bake it in. Uh huh. It's, it's deep. 
Mm-hmm. It's a 7-inch pan. Yeah, deep as the Cubs losing streak. Oh, hey, oh, that's oh. See? Now you now you got me. All right, give me a coupon, coupon or something. Come on. <laughs> there we no yeah first deep dish calzone and as you can see calzone is written it's written in a very tiny font very tiny very tiny font and as of dork borgit dorgan oh i know feel, it i know it he's swedish uh, rip, he's swedish you've ripped my jersey off and my bear's cap but yes fine i'm a swedish okay ah uh, do you want a calzone or not? Ah, Even if I'm not from a Chicago? I'll try anything once. Here, let me take a deep bite. Mm-hmm. It's a fish flavored. <laughs> oh, I don't know if that's a good... There was a little bad sound, but then it became a good sound? No, that's just my content indigestion. That's great! Oh, the thunk! A fish-flavored deep-dish calzone right here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. A hat on a hat of a, on a hat. Go Bulls! And seed. seed. I'm sorry I made us record on a Tuesday. Well, and then I made us record on a Wednesday, because it's Wednesday, Aaron. <laughs> oh, God. I know. The days. Guys, they're... There's stuff going down. So if, if it's weird, you I think you know why. This this may this will probably be the only time we address it because it's apparently really affecting us today. Yeah, apparently. Mm-hmm. Unlike Goku, who effectively beat Mez. Did we mention that? Yeah, he captured Mez. And so they take him to the secret entrance, which was Slightly to the left, apparently. Uh, a, a simple quarter pan left. Perhaps Goku could have stumbled into this without a, any of this uh, rigmarole, but yeah, it's all worth it. That fool, he sneaks that fruit. Oh, yeah. He eats it. He's like, I am hungry, and they, and they all freak out. Um, but Goku, he goes to the secret passage, run up some stairs. You get this weird... 2001 energy oh uh, yeah he's going through like this psychedelic light experience mm-hmm. and then we cut to goes and mez doing their paperwork and they're just they're just giggling like a couple of schoolboys. and uh goku he's like saying to himself wow this is a long way i wonder if i'm out oh there's the end and you see like a, a horizontal sliver of light and goku says oh that must be snake way yeah, Snake Way is in landscape mode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I, I thought this was a great reveal. I, I kind of wish there was more to this scene that's about to happen because... and I Yeah, and I, I completely forgot that this happened. And it was so surprised and so pleasantly surprised. It was a, it was a great surprise because the stairs lead <laughs> to King Yemma's desk drawer. Yeah, Yemma's like... Goku, what are you doing here? Did you did you train with King Kai? Also, can you hand me a pen? Uh, uh, a cookie top. Okay, uh, let me grab it here. It's as big as me. Uh, here you go. Oh, no, no, no. I'm oh, sorry. Not that one. Not hmm? that one. Uh, it's got a... Hmm. 
it's the only pen I use to to sign to sign uh, heaven certificates. It's a um, I'm a little embarrassed, but usually there's nobody around. Uh, could you, King a, Yama? Is it one of those pens that you have to turn upside down? Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me grab it. Boop boop doop doop. Reaching. Yep. Uh huh. All right. I got it. All right. Let me look. I'm, you know, a lot of people don't think I uh, like this kind of stuff, but I'm just going to take a peek. Let me turn. Hey, wait but, 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 uh, Oh. This, the girl on here. Yeah. Looks real familiar. Uh. Like, like I've known her and lived with her for five years, but I can't quite put my finger on it. Uh, it's nobody, Goku. Nobody. Let me see. Bun hair. Mm-hmm. Little danglies by the ears. Uh, sweat, sweat, sweat. <laughs> um, Ox King's Castle is in the background for some reason. Sweat, I mean, it's sweat, a popular sweat, place. Sweat, 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 uh, sweat, giant sweat, drops sweat, of sweat, 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 Oh, look out, Goku, it's hot. <laughs> uh, oh, God, <laughs> your sweat. Uh, King uh, Yama, your sweat burnt me and I dropped the pen. Joink. And now I'm distracted. And now I've got the pen and you've got to get uh, back to Snake uh, Way, Goku. Uh, you're right. Let me take these third degree burns. And quickly, do you have a sensu bean on you, man? Come uh, on. Kind of your fault. Fine, here. It's the only one I've got. Pew. Oh, I'm better now. Not only has my health been restored, but so is my curiosity. Now, who's on that pen? Oh, Go- Goku. It's Chi-Chi. Who? Uh, exactly. Who's Chi-Chi? Just somebody on a pen. Get it? Somebody on a pen? I don't, but I've got to go. Tr- now that that answered my question, I'm not going to investigate further. Off I go. Oh, geez, Yama, you got to just throw this thing away. I don't even, I can't even remember when I got it. Maybe it was after. King Yama, it's me, Kami. Kami! What are you doing, Kami? It's my week for the pen. Oh, right. Don't, I just don't let, pen hog dog. I, I'm I just gotta sign a couple of more, you know, heavenly certificates, if you know what I mean. And then it's all yours. Why are you leaving your desk to sign those certificates? They're in the back room. They're in here. Oh, the you know closet. what? Keep it. You, really? Just now I'm realizing what you do with that pen. I'm Namekian, and it takes me a minute. It's just a good pen. Oh, I that's why I smelled um macadamia. <laughs> and Let's see. see. Yeah, we'll keep that one. That was that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. That was you know what? Folks, look, we did a scene and we deemed it too horny <laughs> to be included in the show. This scene was, I believe, our normal amount of horny. I think so. I think that's our normal measured amount of horny. But yeah, that's it. Goku has to, and this did stress me out, Goku has to start again all the way from the beginning. But he does have twice the power. Uh, once he starts, he's like, I feel light as air. So it's it's hinting that maybe he'll be able to get it done a little bit faster, get to where he started a little bit faster this time. 
Especially because he doesn't have to eat for three months. Yeah, and hopefully there aren't any other distractions. I'm sure he's going to get their next episode, right? Of course, of course. We've got some mail. hey So this comes from Power Listener Jeff. And the subject of the email is, can I plug? And Jeff, you, you've done so much for us. Web-wise, you made our bingo card. You bought us a domain. <laughs> yes. Um, so to answer your question, yes, you can plug. So here we go. Hey, Kami House Party people. I wanted to share an Android app with you that is getting a lot of use for me currently. AntennaPod, uh, at, which you can find at antennapod.org. In case you can't understand my poor diction, <laughs> uh, antenna, like uh, on top of a TV, you know, that modern reference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Jeff continues, I find it to be a very simple podcasting application that isn't tied into any large corporate databases. It just works. And best of all, it easily accepts RSS feeds, which is faster than Google Play, Google Music, Spotify, iTunes, or YouTube on a Tuesday morning to get the content the quickest. Or if someone starts a new podcast and say, the Anchor feeds haven't been accepted by Apple or Google yet. Have the RSS feed bypasses any of that nonsense? Okay. All right. I get it. It's on Apple, by the way. Google's the one that's dragging its feet. Google does drag its feet. Yeah. Google's bad at podcasts. Period. I'll say it. So Google me. You cowards. No, please don't Google me. Don't Google me. I don't know what's out there. Uh, P.S. I'm not affiliated. I'm just realizing how much I'm using this dang app for listening to KHP. Jeff, yeah, of course, Jeff. And thank you for writing to us. Glad to hear that that you're doing well, at least well enough to listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. So that could be very bad. <laughs> you, he could be just ears and a brain. <laughs> and a phone. In, in a 90s kids TV show type plot, did your consciousness get zapped into a phone? I, like, I would like to, in that same vein, posit that Jeff's consciousness can zip and zap in between pieces of technology, like RC cars and Air Hogs planes. Mm-hmm. And there, maybe he's trying to stop uh, a secret organization that caused the accident that gave him these powers. Because, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because of course they're hunting for him, but they're also starting other bad stuff. Yep. And Jeff is the first line of defense in body technic. He has a sassy best friend, <laughs> and his parents just don't understand. And it's only on Nick at night. <laughs> I'm sorry. You mean it's on Snick. Snick. Right after an all new all that. Get ready for tech. The name of that show. You you said it. The name of the show. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you, Jeff. Um, and thank you to everyone who writes to us past, present and future trunks. Um <clears throat> If you want to talk to us, you can do so by writing to us at kamehousepartypod at gmail.com. You can find us on all the social medias and talk to us there. Again, thank you to everyone who has been sharing the podcast, talking about it, rating and reviewing it. Well, that's ooh, that hasn't happened lately, but I have faith that it will again. Mm-hmm. 
because sharing the podcast is the best way that it can grow and we can get more Boss Squad members and we can form a community of people to not for nefarious means, certainly. At least that's not what we intended. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're not putting a down payment on any sort of compound. Mm -mm, mm -mm. No, 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 no. And that compound does not have uh, Capsule Corp style domiciles, literal Mm -hmm. domiciles for us to live in. No, no. Not at all. all. Kafah, come on. And look, no matter if you are, you know, just hanging out at home for some unexplicable reason, or you're trying to make it to King Kai's running on Snake Way, you gotta keep five.